0: Good afternoon, I'm Jane Li with today's episode of Easy News. First local news, the National Federation of Teachers Unions is urging the government to scrap what it's describing as its misguided policy to turn Taiwan into a bilingual nation by the year 2030. The call comes as draft act for the establishment of a bilingual nation development center under the National Development Council is scheduled to be reviewed in the Legislative Yuan later today. According to Federation Chairman Ho Chun Liang, the government should halt the legislation and remove English as a default language of instruction in non English classes. Premier Chen Jianren is defending the establishment of a bilingual nation development center, saying it doesn't mean that English would be designated as an official language. The visiting governor of the U.S. state of Virginia says the opening of a trade office and the signing of an economic and trade cooperation pact with Taiwan will make their partnership stronger. According to Glenn Young king he has very high aspirations that Virginia and Taiwan will have a great future both economically and in partnership going forward. Speaking to reporters prior to leaving Taiwan for Japan and South Korea, Young king said his first international trade mission since taking office could not begin in a more appropriate place. Yang King went on to say that the aim of his trip to the three Asian destinations is to strengthen cooperation with trusted partners in critical supply chains in key industries to ensure a collective future. In international news, the Taliban has killed the senior Islamic State Group leader behind the August 2021 suicide bombing outside the Kabul airport. That attack left 13 U.S. service members and about 170 Afghans dead. The Islamic State Group leader's identity has not yet been released but he was killed in southern Afghanistan as the Taliban conducted a series of operations against the Islamic State group. U.S. officials say the Taliban at the time was not aware of the identity of the person they killed. The World Health Organization has fired a doctor who faced allegations of repeated sexual misconduct. The AP's Jennifer King explains.
1: In an email to the Associated Press, a WHO spokeswoman says Timo Wakanevalu, a doctor from Fiji, was let go after findings of sexual misconduct and a disciplinary process. The AP first reported that Wakanevalu had been accused of sexually assaulting a woman at a conference in Berlin last October. Confidential documents show he had been flagged to senior directors for allegedly harassing another staffer in 2018, an incident that resulted in an informal warning. While the accuser was told that pursuing an investigation might not be the best option for her. In recent years, the World Health Organization has been plagued by reports of misconduct. Wakan denied that he had ever sexually assaulted anyone. At the time of the report, he'd been preparing to run for regional director of the Western Pacific, and the doctor he was seeking to replace, Takeshi Kasai, had been placed on leave and then was terminated last month after numerous staffers accused him of racist and abusive behavior that compromised the UN Health Agency's mission.
0: I'm Jennifer King. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris has kicked off the state visit of South Korean President Yoon Suk-ye with a tour of a NASA facility. Before Harris and Yoon's visit to the Godard Space Flight Center, the two countries signed a joint statement on cooperation in space communications and navigation. They also received briefings from NASA scientists on cooperative efforts on space exploration and addressing the climate crisis. Yoon's visit comes as the Biden administration is looking to deepen ties with South Korea in an increasingly complicated Indo-Pacific.